memes can create the kind of humor um, that helps dispel that fear, even for just a moment. And that's, that's a really powerful thing. Or Eminem. Eminem is the common cold. <laughs> oh, I get it. My name is Johanna Kinnock. My name is Maria Jensel. And this is The Five Podcast, where we invite exciting people to guide you through the big questions of today. Twenty twenty isn't even over, and it's been one of the craziest years on record. Corona turned our world upside down. Black Lives Matter showed us that certain things were already upside down. A monumental presidential election might have Americans dumping Trump, and Kanye West is maybe also running for president. Yeah, one of my friends put it really well the other day when they said, "However quickly the world moves, the internet moves faster." Um, which is hard to believe in 2020, considering how much has happened. But it's true, because when I look at my feed, um, I realize that I've normalized the extreme amounts of information I'm taking in every day to keep up with the world, which is also moving really fast. Yeah, so this year people needed some comic relief more than ever. And the meme cycle has spiraled and intensified for that reason. For those of you who don't live on the internet, a meme is a picture or a video with what is usually a funny caption. The image is spread virally around the internet and usually changes slightly each time it is shared. And sometimes they don't even make that much sense. My feed has been one long roast of Miss Rona. Miss Rona. Coronavirus! Coronavirus! The name given the unwelcome virus of uh, Donald Trump looking like an upside-down Donald Duck, of uh, Karens all around the world wanting to talk to the manager, and how Joe Biden's climate plan is what's giving rapper Megan Thee Stallone a web. Yeah, and if you didn't understand every word in those sentences, that's fair enough, because that's <laughs> the dankness of um, internet lingo. Oh, dank is another internet world, the the the, con the confusing pace of internet lingo. Uh, with every political event, like a hundred different strands of meme are kind of flung out into the internet universe, and then they sort of become these bits of shrapnel that float through the internet and then are stapled together at some arbitrary intersection. Um, the, the space also means that if you snooze, you lose. Like if you turn off your phone for just one day, your meme feed quickly stops making any sense whatsoever. And to make things even more disorientating, most memes seem to come out of nothing with no clear creator. Yeah, no one knows where they come from or like where they're going. And that maybe makes it them kind of controversial as well, because they also can lead to a lot of fake news and a lot of confusion about what's actually true and what's not and who's actually sending all these messages. Um, so today we're del delving into the meme as a cultural and political phenomenon of our time. And we are going to speak to a meme expert on why memes have such political reach. We're going to speak to a meme maker about why they do what they do. And of course, we're going to try and make a meme ourselves. I'm very excited and a little nervous yes, for this part. Especially for the last bit. So we made a call to Ang Xiao Mina. She's a true meme expert. She wrote the book Memes to Movements about how memes can change power dynamics. And in our deep dive into the humorous and powerful meme universe, we started from the bottom by asking her, what is a meme? Here she is. <laughs> a meme. Um, so there's, there's a complex definition. There's a simple definition. 
the one I like most is uh, from Amanda Brennan, um, who's a Tumblr's uh, meme librarian. Um, and she said there's the digital content that is shared and remixed amongst the community. Um, I find it super succinct and um, I find it a really durable definition. Um, and so I, I tend to use it um, most often. Can you come with an example of maybe the biggest meme right now and why it's so popular? Oh my goodness. I, it's hard to say now. And the, the reason it's hard to say is that there, there are memes all over the place now, right? There, there are big memes in, big, in certain communities that are small in other communities. Um, and there are, um, uh, you know, memes that are popular in Hong Kong that are not popular in the U.S. There are memes that are popular in Europe that are not popular in Hong Kong, um, in Africa, in Latin America, et cetera. And so to me, um, it's, it's a difficult question to answer. Um, I do think that what the kind of most enduring kind of meme complex, if we, we can think of like a complex of memes, is is the one that's most obvious right now, which is COVID-19. And so, you know, you have you have memes that are um, about how to wash your hands. You have memes about living in the pandemic, uh, living in kind of quarantine and how to navigate the kind of difficulties of that. Uh, you have memes that are just making fun of the word coronavirus and, and bringing out Corona beer. And so it kind of has this enduring appeal for very obvious reasons. And it's also very global. Um, so the, it itself is not a meme, um, but it has inspired a number of meme complexes that that um, uh, that I think are, are super interesting to study. But even though many memes are full of humor that helps us get through crisis and deadly global viruses, memes can't be just all good because, well, nothing is. I tend to like to look at the forms of activism around memes, but memes are also vehicles for um, for all kinds of harms in society. And so one of the dangers of them is that they oversimplify narratives, they can inflame um, emotional tensions and, and existing biases. Um, and that they they're that and they're an anonymity which protects people um, in many cases can also serve to to disguise uh, potential motivations and um, um, and interests um, that are that are propagating memes. And so my take on it is that you know we're we're in this new media moment, um, just like we we were with radio back in the, um, in the 40s and 30s and 40s, um, just like we were with television back in the you know the, the 70s and 80s and 90s. Um, where we're navigating these kind of new media forms and we're figuring out how um, how they influence society. And sometimes, like with radio, that can lead to tremendous benefits. And sometimes, like with radio, that led to tremendous harm. So what is the the best thing about memes? In, in, in my mind, some of the strongest things about memes is that they are participatory. Um, these uh, these things are, um, are things that are co-created. They allow for narratives, new narratives to emerge and new narratives to be shaped and tested. Um, and then they 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 often propagate in in surprising ways. And so so we we often have a tendency to look at a single meme and say, well, what kind of impact does that have, right? Um, you can look at a single image and and just kind of question its efficacy. But those images have to be seen in context with a, a community of creators who are also making those images. Um, they then turn those into YouTube videos, into T-shirts. Those things in turn get attention from bloggers and journalists, and and then in some cases that starts to create a national or even international conversation. And so we always have to look at these memes in context um, because um, memes have this really powerful way of in injecting narratives um, into society in a way that may have been difficult before um, uh, before the advent of the internet. Many memes use humor as a big uh, important part of their message. Like, what do you think uh, the power of humor is in this aspect? Yeah, so humor humor has like multiple roles. 
I, I think in general, the way I understand humor is that it takes down power. Um, but that can be in many ways, right? So that can be a way of poking fun at a, at a dictator or a political leader who's, who's, uh, um, uh, who's being, uh, abusing their power. Um, and so memes, uh, you know, humor has this powerful way of, of taking down that power, of dis, dis, you know, dismantling that power. There's a lot of emotional charge to, to authoritarianism that, that uh, is, is based on fear. And so memes can create the kind of humor um, that helps dispel that fear, even for just a moment. And that's, that's a really powerful thing. At the same time, um, if we think of humor as something that takes down power, it can also be used to, to hurt the marginalized. It can be used to to um, to make fun of them, to poke fun at their um, you know at uh, the things that make them different from majority society. Um, it can be used to, as a form of harm and harassment. Um, and so, in that in that same way, it also takes down power. And so, I often think of humor as punching up or punching down. Um, and so, um, when we look at humor, it's always important to understand the power dynamics that are in play um, as we as we try to understand the effects that might be having on on a society. Why do you think that the the humor in memes often are so uh, cynical? Uh, that's an interesting question. I, I'm not sure that I agree. Actually, I'm not sure that, that all, all all memes have a kind of cynical humor. I think um, um, the, the lot of humor that I see in memes, um, there's a whole genre of wholesome memes. Um, there's a whole genre of a very earnest activist memes. Um, that the types of humor um, that that spread through meme culture are actually, in my opinion, um, have a variety of different types of humor. Um, cynicism being one of them, but also just just joy um, being another kind of playful um, playful antagonism being another. And so I, I do think um, you know I think I think we need to do like a broader study of, of memes. But certainly the cynical humor does does rise up. But I don't know that that's unique to me. Um, because um, we see an cynical humor throughout society as well, um, from from kind of um, humorous uh, like comedy uh, night shows to uh, comedy like news shows um, to um, to like cartoons, um, and so um, so that that gets some attention. But at the same time, I think a lot of mimetic humor actually it it's it so expresses a full range of humor, and I'm um, and so um, so memes again are, are vehicles for certain types of emotions, but can be any any range of those of those same emotions. If you should make a recipe of a meme, like what three ingredients should a meme always include? Because me and Joanna, we want to try to make our own meme. Yeah, that's a great that's a great question. I, I'm very interested in what you guys are going to make, and um, and so um, I've run meme workshops, um, and so. Um, I've been thinking about this since you emailed me about it. And and one thing we do in the meme workshop is 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 first of all, is lots of variation. So number one um, is experimentation and lots and lots of, of variation. Number two is a community of people like your target audience who can then vote on that experimentation and and help you decide um, you know which one is really resonating. And number three is when you're constructing it, think about a really powerful narrative that tells a story about larger societal issues and and speaks to like an emotional core about um, about how people are feeling about those narratives. Thank you so much, Anne. This was uh, this was amazing. We are, I think we are a little closer to be ready to making our meme. <laughs> okay, great. I'm looking forward to seeing it. So, Maria, we have given ourselves a challenge today. God help us. 
and it is making a meme. Yeah, I'm. I have been very nervous for this part also because we decided that it needs to be sunny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> the theme of today is uh, like how humor heals us, and mm -hmm. and uh, it's just it's it's very scary that you need to be funny like now on command, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. It's like doing stand up or telling like if someone's like tell a joke. Exactly. It's terrifying. Exactly. But do you have any like initial ideas for what your meme could be about? Well, our advice from our expert, the first one is to exper experiment. Yeah. So I think this is what we'll do first. Mm -hmm. We'll just try to talk and try to like throw ideas out there and yeah. see like what makes sense. some ideas, try and feel inspired, get, go with the flow. Exactly. I, uh, I follow a lot of meme profiles on Instagram about feminism. Yes. So that felt very natural for me like to go this way and there's so much feminism in my head. <laughs> so mm -hmm. I thought, okay, I can definitely find something funny and laughable yeah. about this, uh, this theme. Love it. And especially because a lot of people maybe think that feminism is like quite a intimidating, very serious topic. So I appreciate the feminist meme pages that are just like <laughs> the patriarchy exactly so it needs to be humorous and i was thinking about some things that i think is just ridiculous yes um so first of all i'm just gonna say the things i think is ridiculous and then we can talk th from there okay but um one thing <laughs> is the fact <laughs> that it's always only men that say that we don't have a problem with sexism. Yes. Uh, or that we have gender equality. Yeah, yeah. That's a, it's an interesting it's interesting just, coincidence, right? Exactly. It's a it's for sure a coincidence, <laughs> like no doubt about it. But <laughs> it's just a little strange. Um, another thing is that. Uh, serious, ambitious women are always being called uptight and no fun. And when men are the same, they are being called professional and mm. ambitious. Yeah. Which is for sure also a co coincidence. Yeah. Um, and uh, then I was thinking about there could be something fun about the orgasm gender gap. Yes. Because mm -hmm. this is just a huge gap. Yeah, okay, that's a lot of good stuff to be to be mad about. Have you got more? Is it like a Well, these were like <laughs> my first thoughts. And then I just started to say like, okay, I just started to think about like what could you do? Uh which one of them could you make into a meme? Mm -hmm. I think there's possibilities in in each of them. Yeah. So, what did you have in mind? Because for sure we need to present like the best ideas we have mm -hmm. to our meme maker. Our meme expert, yeah, yeah definitely. Um, yeah, so I've got a kind of a different route. I've got plenty of stuff that I'm angry about, so I can riff off that for ages. But mine was more like uh, I got really ill over the weekend, but it wasn't Corona. And I just found it quite a funny thing where it was kind of like Corona's everywhere. And then this other like illness comes in, which is just a cold. <laughs> yeah. And I just love that like the cold is this like, old school thing that's always been around and like Corona is like the new like disease that everyone's <laughs> talking about. And I just imagined like a meme of those two things like. Yeah, you had the, the uncool sickness. Yeah, exactly. Like, like, that is so boring. That's so last year. Yeah, I know. It's like it was kind of the one which is like um, the guy she tells you not to worry about versus you type yeah. thing. And like, I don't know where like which one Corona is or how it fits in. But it was just like Corona is the, for sure the guy uh, she tells you not to worry about. Yeah, and then my like little like lame ass yeah. cold is yeah. just like this like really like <laughs> the little Volkswagen car and Corona is like a massive like Jaguar or something. Yeah, yeah. 
it just felt yeah and it was just such a I love that idea it's very simple and it's fun it's also a little di- like it's a little dangerous yeah because it's about disease and it kills people and it's so serious I know I don't know so if it's like is, we're ready to joke about this at yeah this point. exactly so uh, like for sure like you're joking about your own illness that was not dangerous mm-hmm. so this is like your defense but memes are also very provocative and, yeah. and like they take chances so maybe it's a good thing I don't know mm. but I think that we should Maybe like which one of the feminism ones do you like the best, and then we can present our meme maker for, like, each of them, like both your Corona one and uh, one feminism one, and we'll see. I liked so many of them. I think I really like the the orgasm gap one a lot. Yeah, I think the orgasm one is good. Let's roll with that. So let's experiment. That is amazing, <laughs> right? Okay, so I'm googling uh, the orgasm gap. You know how Cardi B is Miss Rona? Yeah. Oh, oh Jesus Christ. <laughs> Who for you is like the embodiment of a cold? Eminem. Eminem, yes. Eminem <laughs> is the common cold. <laughs> oh, bless him. Slow clap, like... The orgasm gap is, of course, only in heterosexual relationships. Mm-hmm. So, that. so if you're in a <laughs> in a lesbian relationship, you don't have this problem. Okay, well, now there's no way around it. We experimented, and now we need to follow Anne's second ingredient: testing the meme. And we have found the best person in the world to test it on, Maya Tikeli. She's an actual meme maker. She has her own radio show called The Meme Factory. That is just actually what she does all day, make memes. Hello, Maya. Welcome to the studio. Thanks for coming today. Thank you, and thank you for having such a nice accent that it made me really uncomfortable for <laughs> most of the show. Oh, BBC English, darling. I can speak in a Danish one if it helps. Maybe maybe put it in a, little, a few times so that I feel like I can switch just up to Scottish. You just have to wait for mine because that's, that's the same. We're on the same. Okay, yeah. well, I can mm. hear that. That's great. What do you think that memes can do that regular like politicals can't do? Um, most of the time, I don't laugh at political debates. Um, I actually think that it gets really, really boring really quick, even though I'm very interested in politics. Um, so what it does, it's, it lightens up the mood. Uh, it gives you a, a way of looking at political points or political people uh, or situations that is not so dramatic. And it's also, it points out the... the the hypocrisy or the 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 points of the political uh, politicians in a way that um, makes you understand it um, and laugh at the same time. And in my opinion, when you're entertained while you're learning, uh, you're learning way more than if you're bored. It makes I mean, it's obvious. Yeah, but, uh, yeah it makes sense. It, it, it really does. So do you think we needed memes this year for like comic relief? Yes. And also to be like, you know, when we are not seeing each other in real life, um, we can kind of connect through sending memes to each other and also seeing that things we're feeling through this virus, for example, uh, are very common. Mm. If you see a meme with one million likes, you think, okay, that one, one million people feel the same way that I do. That's great. Can you maybe tell us a little about like your process 
how do you come up with and create a meme? Okay, for example, yesterday I was feeling a little bit, um, I had a, a little anxiety uh, because I, I have been working a lot lately. Um, so I needed to watch something that made me feel safe. So I watched Harry Potter Chamber of Secrets. Oh, that's Last my go to also. Yeah. yeah, we're millennials. Like we have, this is what we have. Yeah. <laughs> um, so to make I, us feel safe. Yeah, for yeah, sure. And it's so, I, I've noticed generations uh, see actually bullying us a lot with this but I I don't care I liked it and it made me feel safe but as I was watching it so many different situations occurred through the film where I was like you could definitely meme this mm-hmm. for example there is this situation where Draco Malfoy calls Hermione uh, mudblood and she's standing in Hagrid's cabin and she says he, he called me a mudblood and everybody is looking at her very nervously and are you okay like mm-hmm. this and I thought what would be the worst thing somebody could call me when would I ever feel like this and then I just screenshotted it and I just kept throwing things in the subtitles or throwing it, different words in to, instead yeah, of my blood yeah and I, I um, and because of the current situation in Denmark I wrote uh, no I think it was one of the others that wrote um, he called me a pretty good looking girl for a feminazi <laughs> even though I was trying to do my job actually <laughs> or he called me a rat or he called me uh, he didn't wear a mask I also just yeah mm-hmm. um, tried to do it yeah so there's like more ways to go into it either you see something funny and you think I could use this as a template uh, mm-hmm. for making memes or you hear something for me stupid um, that makes you go <coughs> yeah and then you you kind of find the right graphics to illustrate it. What makes a meme really funny? Is it when the image and the text has like so little to do with each other? Or is there no like rule for what makes a good meme? I think it's it's funny when there's a lot of layers to the joke. It's like when people do stand up. If they go up and they say, hey, hey, I farted. It's like, okay, that's funny. But <laughs> I, I don't know, somebody would say it was funny. But if they kind of make the joke about people telling stories about having farted. <laughs> I think it's really funny. You so know? the more meta, the better. Yes, <laughs> yes. Also, if you comment, if you meme people that meme. People I mean, that meme. <laughs> I, would, I would love that. I, 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 when I have to think about it and when I finally get it, I think that's funny. That's yeah. when I actually laugh. I've been talking to teachers at school um about how it's possible to use memes as um, a way of teaching because um, it's based on a lot of um jokes uh, in a in a closed language you know you have to kind of know the language to understand why yeah, it's, it's funny slang and it's like a it's whole slang lingo, yeah. and there's a lot of references to other memes so the way i've also been thinking about using it from from the big profile is Uh, make it a little uh, make people wonder what's going on if they didn't read the news about this they will feel like they're not part of the joke and there's nothing worse than not being part of the joke <laughs> when everybody's laughing you're like well, well, yeah. what's funny what's <laughs> yeah. funny what's funny so then young people I've been talking to a lot of people that follow us they actually go try to figure out what happened in this political debate why don't I get it so you want joke FOMO to be a driving force of like yes. people getting informed FOMO is such a great motivation <laughs> uh, me and Joanna we have uh, like experimented a little and just talked about different things that we thought was interesting and funny and laughable and how you could make this into a meme and we have tried uh, I'm not saying that we succeeded but um, you can see the first one and then you can try to explain what's in the 
photo okay. and what it says. And there's two different types of it. Yeah. Variations. So you can swipe to I'll the swipe. right after. Okay. So to begin with, we have a picture. Uh, we have two different pictures. We have a picture of Donald Trump and Melania Trump clapping. Melania looks like Melania does. <laughs> um, she doesn't show any feeling. And then there's a couple under, I don't know. Oh, it's Cara Delevingne. And a woman, I, I Ashley Benson, Ashley Benson, her, her girlfriend, looking at each other, looking very much in love. Um, and then it says on uh, the picture, when you realize being the first lady isn't as fun as not being a part of the heterosexual orgasm gap. Oh, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> I do get it. <laughs> then try to go to the right and see if that is better. Oh, okay. And then you you change the picture. So the picture of Cara Delevingne and her girlfriend uh, is in the top. When your sexuality is stigmatized, but at least you're having eight uh, hundred times more orgasms than the average heterosexual woman. <laughs> okay. Eight hundred times. That's facts. That's science. Is that facts? <laughs> <laughs> that's actually fake that's news. Okay. Fake that's, news. <laughs> that's over exaggerating. So, what would you do in this situation? I think I would. Um, I would split the two images. I would actually put on the second picture of the caption. Yeah. I would put over Cara Delevingne and her girlfriend, and then the first caption here. I would put over. Um, Melania and Donald Trump, but I really like the theme of it. Okay, this is so so good criticism because yeah, it's this very, is very constructive, mm -hmm. and we can do this easily. Yes, easily. I think we should go to Joanna. Yeah, I, yeah. You can see it, and then you can maybe explain what went down. Okay, let me see. All right. Oh, it's a video. Yeah, yeah it's a video. What? Please tell me who she gonna check. Murder scene, Cardi made a mess. Pop up, guess who, bitch? Pop up, guess who, bitch? I'm dealing with a fucking featherweight ice Dominican till I get a fucking belly aching down. So when Cardi is doing her thing, it says when you think you have the Rona and when Eminem turns up, it says but it's just a lame-ass flu or something like yeah. that. I really, really like this. Yeah, isn't this <laughs> yes. amazing? Yeah, I really I like it. it. You use... There's so many references and so many opinions uh, in it. Uh, <laughs> there's a lot going on, for sure. But I really like it because, first of all, <laughs> you're commenting on... Um, Like oh, I thought I had the Rona. I, I I thought I was special, but I just have the flu, which is like this very disturbed way of looking at it, right? And I really really like that um, because we were discussing: is this too much? Is this like no off, no no like off limit? Do you think you're allowed to dying? joke with about these things in the meme world? You're you're allowed to joke with them uh, in the meme world. Imagine if you wrote this in an opinion piece, yeah. <laughs> yeah. then you're. Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah! So that's exactly the right place to do it, in my opinion. And but other than the fact that you're saying something that actually, I think of a lot of people would be like, yeah, that would be really cool having the Rona. <laughs> Everybody's using it as an excuse anyway. Um, you're also commenting on like Cardi being a star, and then Eminem ruining the song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's just so washed, like, washed up. <laughs> I think I think that's really funny. I think that's really funny. And also the pictures, you can't see him if you're listening, but the pictures, the picture of Eminem is just 
what happened to him? Yeah, it's just he's he's holding <laughs> he's holding a cup of noodles, I think, where it says "mum" on it. Yeah, and he just he looks, looks very sick, but not yeah. from Rona. He looks sick from a common cold. Yeah, yeah, he really does. He looks like the embodiment <laughs> of a common cold. How do we get that? How do we make sure that this has like the biggest reach possible? Oh my god, do not use hashtags. It looks, uh, I mean, it, it, okay. it's not respected. Noted. It's not respected in the um, no, world. I don't respect it at all. I mean, your, your <laughs> content should go out by itself, man. Come on. Um, okay, so we just post it. You post it and then you wait and see what happens. Maybe uh, you start sending it to people. But anyway, thank you so much for coming, Maya, and Thanks for, for giving us all me. this great meme consultancy. Couldn't have asked for a better feedback. Okay, that's great. <laughs> uh, it was very fun. We'll Please. try to send you the meme and see if, if you will... Hope I can it. give you a little push. <laughs> yeah. Yay, I'll love do it. it. <laughs> okay, so we've got our final memes ready. It's very exciting. It's so, it's so exciting. Um, yours needed a little bit of changing. Maya gave you some very constructive feedback and uh, you switched around the two images so that they were side to side rather than above each other? Yeah, so you can just swipe. Like, so there's one image with one text and then the second image with the second text. Yeah, so that the message is more clear. Exactly. And for me, for mine, uh, I got top marks from the teacher. <laughs> so mine is just getting posted as is. Um, and yeah, so they're done. Yeah. We started with Anne's three main ingredients in a meme. Experimenting, we did that. Testing, we did that with Maya. And the last one is uh, to have a narrative, something important to say. And uh, <laughs> with your meme, I don't know if uh, if we can say that uh, a common flu is uh, so last year is uh, something very important to say. But no, it's a little <laughs> bit nihilistic or like <laughs> a little bit dark. But but it's it's definitely current and right on spot right now with the virus like consuming all of our thoughts all yeah. over the world. Yeah, true. It's not got as good of an agenda as your one, for sure. Yours is very informative. It is, and I think for sure, like, the female orgasm gap is a real problem. Like, yeah. that's a huge thing. Yeah, and it's so important, like, once you know that that's something that you're allowed to insist on, <laughs> that everything changes. So we hope that that meme uh, gets, gets spread just for its uh, message. Yeah, many women around the world would be happy if yeah. this changed. Okay, so... Um, Let's post them. Yeah. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Should we count like two, three? I can count and then we press yes. the button. Okay. Okay. One, two, three. It's out there. It's out there. <laughs> For you to judge and maybe make it go viral if you if you want to. They're out there on all the different platforms and you can go find them on Five Media on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, whatever. Um, please do comment your thoughts on them and whether you think that our meme careers are only just beginning or whether it's uh, the first and last day today. listening to the five podcasts where we tackle some of the big questions of today the podcast is brought to you by five media a new global media platform that aims to change the conversation through quality journalism 
Go to 5media.com for more 5 content and subscribe to the podcast to never miss an episode. Bye. Bye.